On this episode of the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience, John Maddox speaks with Black Swan's very own Isaac Betancourt. Originally from Puerto Rico, Isaac decided to see the world and joined the U.S. Army's 82nd Airborne Division. After his time in the Army, Isaac became a police officer and eventually found his calling as a hostage negotiator. John speaks to Isaac about how to negotiate without judgment, using iMessaging, talking someone off of the edge, and much more. And if you listen to the end of the podcast, Isaac will tell you what type of negotiator John Maddox is and how you might negotiate with him. Enjoy part three of our negotiation series. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast. Listen in as CEO John Maddox of Fund Loans reveals tips, secrets, and origination ideas to fill your pipeline with million dollar opportunities. All right, welcome to the podcast. We are here with our negotiation series, and I'm here with Isaac Betancourt. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. This has been exciting. I mean, this is like, you know, uh, I'm always, I've always been fascinated with negotiations. And, um, you know, not only because I'm in the finance business and all that, but, you know, you watch movies like Inside Man or The Negotiator, and you just always imagine, like, what it'd be like to be a negotiator, you know, and how intense that would be. And it's just fascinating. So you've been in, you know, you've been in, in the military, in a war, you've trained FBI, you've trained CIA agents, you've, you've done a lot of things, you're a musician, you know, like, what, what do you enjoy about negotiations? Or do you enjoy? That's a really good question, John. I um, I enjoy it very much because it's a way to connect to others, mm-hmm. right? You and I, before you know, we started talking, we were talking about the types of negotiators, right? Right. And um, I told you that it was something like you know, I call it the triple A's, right? And mm-hmm. we were talking about the assertive negotiator, the analyst. And right. the accommodator. Right. Right. They all have different personality traits. They all have different goals and they'll have different needs. And they all have different ways of negotiating mm-hmm. at the negotiating table. So this isn't just negotiators. Is this everybody? Like every personality? It's so like every exchange you have, whether it's at Starbucks or whether it's a sales call or whether it's just an exchange of people, you're maybe you and your wife, you're going to have one that's in a accommodator when every single time every person every single time every single time and um and that is something that a lot of people a lot of a lot of our customers struggle with Mm. especially when we tell them use the fmdj voice Mm -hmm. slow down use the techniques and so forth if you are in the assertive category that might be hard for you right because you like to be heard Mm -hmm. so when we tell you listen use the labels, use the techniques and so forth, you might find that very challenging. Mm-hmm. You got to practice it. You got to practice it. Now, most people will make the decision to change because a long-term goal, of course, is either make a better profit, right? have relationships with others, mm-hmm. whatever the long-term goal is. Right. Especially they're open to growth, right? And improving themselves, optimization, like we talked about. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the people I talk to is like, when you make it about yourself, it's a dead end road mm-hmm. when it comes to negotiation. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there's no collaboration, mm-hmm. right? So then if you 
are thinking about long term and I need you to make this plan long term and all you're thinking is about how you feel and their needs and so forth without listening to the other person, it's a dead end and you're not gonna get anywhere. Hmm. And that's why we talk when we talk about techniques about labeling and we mm-hmm. talk about mirroring and we talk about paraf- paraphrasing, think about all of those things. It's about the other person. What is the other person telling you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's two sides, right? To the labeling. You yeah. tell, tell us about that. Yeah, so I call it. I um, I, I'm a visual guy, mm-hmm. so I like to visualize, kind of like a you know, a qu- you know, a quarter or whatever. You know, you flip it, you know, and um, I like the labeling because, um, you know, we have called something called the loss of of negotiation gravity, mm. right? And the reason why we call it the loss of negotiation gravity is that everybody knows that gravity is here. Mm-hmm. But when you ask, what is gravity? People are like, um, you know, the, the earth is rotating and keeps us in place. There's a magnet in the center of the earth mm-hmm. that keeps us, you know, glued yeah. here. The ozone layer is pushing us down. You know, people have different theories. But right. all we know is that it works. And that exists. Yeah. And that it exists, right? Because we're not going to walk to the top of the building and jump off just because we don't understand it. Right. right? Same thing with our techniques. They work. Even if you don't understand Even it. if you don't understand it. Even right. if it's counterintuitive when you first learn about them and you're like, mm-hmm. this, that's, not, that's not the way I talk. That's not the way I, I express myself. Mm-hmm. So going back to the labeling. So one of the techniques is labeling, which is was introduced in the 1950s by psychotherapists. Okay. That, that was the first historical, you know, introduction that we can find. So do you think negotiations sort of have a foundation in psychotherapy? Or even psychology, maybe? If that's an interesting question. I am actually not sure about that. I know that, you know, we deal with emotions mm-hmm. because every, you know, there's no negotiation without emotions. Right. So when we talk about, you know, psychotherapy and we talk about emotions, they kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And understanding the human, the mind, the, the psyche, the... Uh, limbic, you know, like the emotions, all that stuff and it comes into play. So, yeah, keep going on the uh, the, si- the sides of the coin. Yeah, so um, so labeling is, uh, you know, uh, uh, law enforcement called it labeling emotions, mm-hmm. you know. So by that, by the purpose of labeling is to make the other person feel understood mm-hmm. by you, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, sometimes we express emotions, we don't even know that the emotions... Uh, are out there that we're expressing those emotions right you know uh for example uh, an example of a labeling would be you know you tell me isaac i don't like what you're saying right now hmm. and i said well it, it sounds like i made you angry hmm. and you're like no 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 that, no that's not what i meant mm. so you're labeling so you can it helps clarify maybe the it situation helps, it helps the other person feel understood that Got is it. the main goal for right. the other person and to because they might not mean what you say, like mean the way you took it, right? Like you just heard, sounds like you're angry, but they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not angry. So is, is it, it's like, is that, how does that help when you do that? So um, one, one thing that we uh, call is a mislabel, for mm. example. A mislabel is when you have it, when you get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like right now I told you you were angry, so you no, no, I'm not angry. That's a mislabel. Mm. Okay. Sometimes we make the uh, mistake and it's okay because mm-hmm. the other the other person acknowledges that you're t- trying to make an attempt to be uh, you know to understand them. Right. You Makes know, sense. and and the fact and, and 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 that builds trust. Mm-hmm. 
So when we're negotiating, there are several things that must be in place, right? Must be trust, mm -hmm. must be a willing to collaborate, must be a um, feeling understood by the other person mm -hmm. to be able to move forward with the with the negotiation. So going back to the to the uh, coin, so you can use label to reinforce positives. We we actually reinforce the positives mm -hmm. or diffusing the negatives. Mm. Give some example. So uh, when you tell me, Isaac, you know, I had a, the best day yesterday. You know, I went horse riding. You know, then after that, I went, you know, I jumped in the lake. It was it was awesome. I was out there a beautiful day, mm -hmm. you know, and I and I label it. It sounds like you had a great time. Mm. That's labeling the positive, right? You had a right. great time. What have you? You know, now, on the other hand, you could tell me, Isaac, yesterday, I went out there, it was raining the whole time. It was freezing out there. I tried to get a fire started and the wood was was wet. I couldn't I couldn't get the bonfire going. <laughs> mm -hmm. What have you? And I said, Well, it sounds like you had a hard time. Right. That's huge because I think people, maybe in general, don't do that. Is that true? They don't they don't reinforce. Like, you know, maybe my wife and I will, how was your day? Oh, I'll be like, yeah, I had a, it was a long day. It was, it was but she, you know, she, and I don't do the same thing to her where I, where she might tell me about her day. I might go, sounds like you had a great day. I just be like, kind of then go on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. And Am I, I on the right track. Yeah. No, you bring up a great point, John. So, so let me ask you something, John. So if people don't do it, you know, like like what you're saying, right? Naturally, people, naturally, right, 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 right. It's because most of the time we're making it about us. Mm. By that I mean we are always thinking we, about what are we gonna say next, mm -hmm. not about what the other person is saying mm. to us. So important, yeah. you know, especially when somebody says, um, "You know, I get it, I get it." Right. Basically, they're telling you, "Shut up! It's my time to talk right now." <laughs> right. Instead of throwing a label, it sounds like. Which is, a, it's kind of like a, a segue to hear more or like kind of like a, the, an, a, a invite to tell us more, right? Which shows that you care. It's empathy. And a lot of times they feel like, you know, because it takes energy, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times we feel, I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to do that. Right. I just want to go, especially, you know, if you are a person that likes to spend time alone and so forth. And I just don't have the energy to, you know, to speak right. to you like th that way. But what happens is that when you create that kind of dynamic where you are, you know, kind of have this wall where you're not, where you are refusing to use an AO techniques and collaboration, mm -hmm. then you're kind of like, a lone wolf out there mm. because what happens then every single time that you are in a crisis situation, then you always make it about yourself mm. and there's no collaboration. Mm. Does yeah, that make so, sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And, and it makes me want to use this because I'm like, you know, maybe sometimes you, I might do it, but not know it kind of like you said. Um, but if you can be aware and think about how that will impact each relationship that you have, it's, could be powerful precisely and then i um you know a lot of the the uh, the people i talk to they have a hard time grasping about you know how to use a label properly or how to use a mirror which is mm -hmm. saying the last three things the person say back to them or saying the last few few words they say back to them mm -hmm. and i say just practice with, with your little kid you mm -hmm. know if your little kid says mom I, I lost the ball mirroring will be you lost the ball 
They were like, oh my God, yeah, I was out there playing with Johnny and I just kicked the ball and it went on, you know, on the other side of the fence. Went and on the so other forth. side, the fence? <laughs> and then it kind of continues. It's like helping the, the conversation along. Yeah. Yeah. And because, you, because right now what you did is that you showed a genuine interest. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing more annoying, I think, to humans when someone's telling you something and you just, you know, they're not listening. I'm guilty of it. You know, I'm sure my wife, if she was listening right now, she would tell tell me or tell us that, yeah, like sometimes you're not even listening. And that, that's got to be painful for people. Like, well, I mean, you, you think, you know, it doesn't help move along a relationship. That's for sure. And so if we're trying to sell, if we're trying to create rapport, we're trying to get better clients, especially high quality clients, right? If we're looking to do big jumbo loans and we're trying to connect with someone who's, you know, <clears throat> they're, they're, they're a, maybe a CEO or they're like an entrepreneur. They're important. They have people under them, you know, they're used to being listened to. And if we don't give them that respect or even just that, you know, that kind of technique, I think, let's flip it around. If if you do give that technique, you have a much higher chance of success. I agree. You know, and um, I forgot to mention to you that um, in during the uh, house, housing uh, market crisis, mm -hmm. I was hired by Freddie Mac mm. to actually teach them negotiation techniques to the people that were actually taking the phone calls. Mm. From the people that were in crisis, mm -hmm. because it was really hard for them yeah. to actually take these phone calls in a way that they would feel that the other person would feel that they were being understood. Mm. So I gave them, um, it was a four day training actually on, you know, role playing, doing extra labeling, like we've been talking, mm -hmm. mirroring, you know, paraphrasing all those techniques. Sounds like you're having a hard time making your payments making ends meet you know how can we work this out right because it's a negotiation right it's a total at, negotiation at the end of the day the mortgage the bank wants to get their payment but not at the expense of foreclosure right they want to negotiate that into a way that it's a win-win i think right yeah and you know um like i was telling you earlier john one one of the great things that you have is your tone Tone is very important you have that inflection mm -hmm. that you know that um you know you give the other side the impression that you're extremely interested and curious about what they have to say. Mm -hmm. You know, you have that, that inflection at the end of the question. It sounds like you're having a hard time mm -hmm. instead of, it sounds like you're having a hard time. Right. See, which is very uh, robotic and lands very differently because there's, you know, um, I, uh, one of the things that we, we speak about uh, in the black Swan group is that we always say that, you know, Curiosity is the uh, nemesis of judgment. Say it again. Curiosity. Curiosity is the nemesis of judgment. Judgment. Got it. Explain that. Okay. So if, like we were just talking about inflection, right? And mm -hmm. we talk about curiosity. When when you're curious about what somebody's saying, mm -hmm. you want the other person to tell you more. Mm. So they're not feeling judged. Right. Yeah. right. And then, so that has to do with the, with the tone, with the inflection of the tone. Hmm. See, so if we use the example like we just did, it sounds like you cannot make your mortgage payments. Mm -hmm. Or it sounds like you're having a hard time making the mortgage payments. Mm -hmm. Big difference. Big difference. Because you could feel totally judged <laughs> by saying that, right? I think that's just the problem with text messaging. Because you can't 
get the inflection. You can't get the tone. You just see this, these words. So then you got to use emojis and everything to, you know, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To an email too. The yeah, email is the same way. Yeah, like yeah. You read like, like I think earlier on another podcast today was, was, uh, you know, print out your email, read it out loud and make sure that, you know, in the, in the most worst tone that you can and make sure that, that, uh, that's how they're going to read it most likely. Right. Yeah. Very true. Very true. You know, uh, going back to um, labeling and so forth, you know, when we are talking even to um, people that are close to us, like family members, right. one of the challenges that people face a lot is when they're in the situation, when they're subjective to the emotions. Mm-hmm. People say, Isaac, this works, but it doesn't work for me because when I'm angry, I just cannot do this. I cannot right. do this. And and we go back again in a revolving door because we're making it about ourselves. Mm. What is important to us? You just offended me. You just said something I didn't like. Mm-hmm. You are not doing what I want you to do. Right. Now, if the long-term goal is to have a long-term relationship with a person that is a productive relationship, then at that point, you have to analyze and think, you know what? Maybe a label would be better. And I have to step outside of myself, mm-hmm. do a label so we can have a long everlasting lasting relationship with mm-hmm. this person a lot of times people ask me like isaac what if i don't really care about having a relationship relationship with this person mm-hmm. we say in the black song group always treat everybody as if you're gonna see them again and you're gonna have a last, lasting relationship with them mm-hmm. always treat them as if as if as if yeah interesting it's almost like the golden rule right where it's like treat others like you'd want to be treated you know or is that the golden rule i think that's um no, we kind of stay away from that because when we talk about assertives, analysts, mm-hmm. and accommodators, an assertive might, might, might bring out that tone that we've been talking about, right? The mm-hmm. tone that it sounds like a judgment tone, right? right. Not the FMDJ voice or the positive tone or the inflection. Mm-hmm. So if you tell an assertive, Treat others like you like to be treated. We're telling them, right? What are we telling right. them? Be, yeah, be a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> or be very Basically. direct and like. Basically. And, yeah. But they don't probably like to be, or do they? Do, do assertives like to have someone else be assertive back or no? Uh, no, actually, they uh, they respond very badly. Ah, uh, because it's fire on fire. It's, it's you fire know, on fire. Yeah. It's fire on fire. Do who, so do, like, if you're looking at, you know, two, like, two people that are falling in love is the best match. Like what is it? Assertive in a, in a accommodator? <laughs> well, remember that the, um, the accommodator is going to value relationships, right? Right, right? And the assertive wants to be heard. Mm-hmm. So for the accommodator, the relationship is very important. And for the assertive is to be heard. Right. <laughs> so at that point, you know, the, the accommodator is going to do a lot of listening yep. and the assertive is going to do a lot of talking. So it's a little unfair. It's a little <laughs> unbalanced. <laughs> So the assertives, they need to calm down, <laughs> right? Because, I mean, you know, you are what you are, right? And there's people that are assertives and they can't change that or they can they can get better. They can evolve, but they are always going to maybe lean towards their, you know, their assertiveness. And so maybe they just need to learn a thing or two from the accommodators, right? Very true. Yeah. So, yeah. So going back, John, to the, um, I want to make a point about the label and the, the diffusing the negatives. Yes. So every single time, almost every single time, I will say 50% of the time, okay. I would say, every time I talk about somebody de- labeling the negatives, diffuses the negatives, mm-hmm. they're like, you're full of it, Isaac. That mm. doesn't work until they actually try it themselves. Like you, it sounds like you had a terrible day. 
and 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 because they, they think maybe that'll bring out more negativity that hmm. actually will plant a seed a negative seed hmm. in there what does it do then it inoculates okay the negative or it erases altogether wow so you can use that like when you come home from work and you know your kids like ah da, 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 complaining and yeah oh, it sounds like you had a terrible day yeah, dad, or whatever, you know. Yeah, I had a terrible day. A terrible day? Terrible. Then you do the mirror, right? <laughs> kind of like an echo, like a little echo, right? A little mirror. Yeah, you had a terrible yeah, day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Johnny beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, yeah. And then, but then, like, they start feeling, they got to start feeling better at that point. Because if you did the opposite, like, oh, yeah, um, like, you know, the opposite would be, like, I had a, you know, da 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 send like, it's not like a terrible day, son, but da 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 da, right? You don't you don't let them have a chance to know that you listen to them. Yeah, to be able to respond to you, to be able to feel understood. Yeah. One time I heard someone say, um, instead of ask people, how was your day? Ask them th- something like, what made you laugh today? Or was there anything that stood out today to you? Like, was there anybody that was mean to you today? You know, ask a question like that. Is that, is that, is there something to that? Or? Well, you, are, you just ask a, what, what we say, a what question, hmm. which what questions um, require more than a yes or a no answer. What questions? Because we want people to actually get talking, right? right. We don't want a yes or a no answer. Right. So know, it's more of an open-ended question, right? What sort question? of, yeah. Sort What's of, the yeah, best yeah. Open, uh, open-ended question? What makes you ask? What makes that's you one, ask? That's one that we uh, go to that we, we use a lot. What makes you ask? Because mm, then they'll tell you all their secrets. Yeah, yeah, their, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, like, you know, like... Uh, what makes you ask? Like a home. Mm. If your wife asks you a question and you're like, what makes you ask? Yeah. But you have to use the right tone, right? Yeah, the right tone. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you ask? Yeah, there you go. John, I think you got this. You got it down. You got this down, John. <laughs> We're going to... These, you know, you know these, these are really good... This there's a reason why they put you last, huh? Because you got some really great. Well, Thank I've been, you, see, John. I've been sitting you, here for this is the fourth one, so I've learned a lot in these last four. <laughs> but these are good. I mean, this is this this stuff. If you if you can master this, I mean, you've been doing this for. I don't want to you know insult you, but 20, 30 years. So, this is natural to you. How does someone? become natural at this that's a really good question john so what made you ask (laughs) (laughs) yeah and for the people listening right now and watching us uh you have to practice in low stakes what we call low stakes practice like at starbucks or at like you know yeah your 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 uber driver your uber driver Yeah, yeah the colleagues you know you know when when you say good morning, somebody says good morning. That that's a dead, that's a dead end right there, right? right. Because you're not expecting anything bad. You expect, like, good right. morning, you know. But it, you know, it seems like you know you're energetic today, or mm-hmm. it seems like you know you had a rough night, mm-hmm. or it seems like oh, did you, you have know, a rough night? Like if they're like, <laughs> oh man, like yeah, how you doing? Oh man, no, yeah. it sounds like you had a rough night. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like you had a rough night. Mm-hmm. With that inflection. Rough night, right? yeah. It's because when, then we take the judgment away. In Interesting. Case, right? And when you do that, you're practicing, but you're also making someone's day kind of, right? Like you're, there's, a, there's a win-win there. You're learning how to do this more when it matters more. The high, higher stakes. Tell us about like uh, some of the higher stakes situations. 
um, one example would be what we were talking about earlier. You know, the housing crisis, for right. example. That would be a high-stakes situation where people are actually going to have a, a, actually an actual loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a real loss to their lives, to their livelihood, whatever that is. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a high-stakes situation. Right. You know, when, or when a mortgage person has to tell the person, you're not approved. Right. You need to be able to, to deliver that message and then... Also, probably, you know, give them alternate options, be able to sympathize with them and, you know, make it so it, you turn it into a positive somehow. Yeah. I mean, use, use, like we, we were saying, you know, use the inflection, use that tone, mm-hmm. right? Step outside of yourself, make the other person a priority. Think about the long-term relationship. Right. Every single time, because that person may not, you know... Uh, deal with you right now but maybe in 10 years when things get better maybe they'll come back to you mm-hmm. they'll say i always remember that agent you know how they made me feel because the last impression is a lasting impression right that's another law of our uh, last impression is, is a lasting, lasting impression. impression people will always remember how you made them feel mm-hmm. yeah it's it's interesting how like you said gravity it's interesting how we do these things without knowing what we're doing like Every day, like you guys know what you're doing. Black Swan, you guys built a business around this, but most people interact every day and they, they, they feel maybe helpless or powerless because if they don't know these tools work or they don't know like gravity. You don't know how it works, but you just know it works. Right. So if you, but, but people might have these interactions, you know, throughout the day and not realize, well, this one person I did this with and it was a positive experience or this other person I did, you know, the opposite with and it was a negative experience. And you just might, you know, go at the end of the day and scratch your head and go, you know, I don't know. You just don't know what what the day brought. Like there's no real, you know, uh, rhyme or reason to it. But there is. And you can really practice this and learn it and become master or masterful or, you know, however you want to say it. At, at these kind of techniques. And is that what you're teaching over at Black Swan? You're teaching people how to, to really be able to use this for, for benefit or for, you know, for um, growth and success. Yeah. How to be better communicators. Yeah. How to be able to listen to the other person. So the other person feels understood. Mm-hmm. How to get the other person to like you so they can trust you. So they can make a deal with you. Right. Cause people are what, how many times more likely to do a deal? Six, six times more if you, likely. If they like you. So I think that's that's a, a pretty powerful thing is is learning how to make someone like you, right? Like some people are natural at it, but some people aren't. And it's very and it's very hard. I mean, mm-hmm. because it takes, you know, that uh longing to do this. You know, it takes that willingness to actually do the 180. You know, a lot of companies call us and they're like, you know, how can we get the ourselves people, you know, to do what you guys do? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's at least, and I always tell them that, you know, you're making the first step. Mm-hmm. By asking to, and by trying, yeah, effort. And, and by, yeah, by by willing, willing to, you know, to do that 180 mm-hmm. that is required to actually, you know, listen to the other side and, you know, what you have to say. Think about, you know, your 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 personal relationships, right? We gravitate to those people that make us feel good about ourselves. Right. You right. know, those that are kind of like we call the negative people and so forth. Mm-hmm. Those that are like, you know, the, the conversations lead to a dead end mm-hmm. because it's all about them, mm-hmm. right? You, you cannot stay away from those people. Same in the business world. Mm. Those people that do not make us feel like the product is worth or they're, they're listening to what we have to say or how mm. we feel about what they have to give us and all that, mm-hmm. we're going to 
stay away from them. And what happens? Then that company's profits drop. Drop. Yep. And sometimes very drastically. True. And if you have a culture like that, if you have a bad culture and I think it, it comes from the top down often, but if you have a, if you have a culture of that negativity, it's just, yeah, it's going to, it's going to continue to drop. Yeah. 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 And it's because, you know, the, the, the you know, top management is making about, about themselves, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I've never done this and I, and I just don't see the value on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Why, why should we have to change? You know, but if the long term goal is to make a better profit, you know, to make the company better, to expand the company and so forth, mm-hmm. you know, you will, you know, use our techniques and therefore. So you, you reinforce know, the positive and you reinforce the negative. Diffuse, diffuse the negative. So reinforce the positive, diffuse the negative by, by saying that same phrase. But, you know, like, so it sounds like you had a bad day. Like labeling the negatives. Labeling. Labeling the negatives. Yeah. Yeah. Labeling the positives. Labeling labeling the the negatives. negatives. So if you do that, those just those two things, that technique will help you. Right there. One that's one of many that we have. Okay. You know, because a lot of people, um, you know, that's a great technique. And I'm just mentioning that because you know the amount of time that we have. Mm -hmm. But if you use that technique over and over, the person will call you on it. Because (laughs) if you keep saying it sounds like it sounds like it sounds like, right? Eventually it's like Okay, you told me already four times that it sounds like this. Okay, I already told you that it sounds like this, right? Right, right. So that's why, you know, when you are negotiating, collaborating with somebody else, you need to mix and match the techniques. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you can get better at that is going back to what we were saying earlier, which is a low stakes practice. Right, right, right. right. Every time I get into an Uber and, you know, I say, you know, so how long you've been working today? I've been on since five. It sounds like you had a long day. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's also because I'm an accommodator, right? There's also a genuine, in, genuine interest for me to actually know what their day is like. Right? It's not because people are, you know, a lot of times I get people saying, "Well, that's fake." You know, you actually don't care. That's just a technique to get the other person, what have you. Right. But you know, it, it, your tone, your inner voice will always betray your outer voice. Mm. If you don't care. Your tone will reflect that right. when you ask the question. If you actually genuinely care about mm-hmm. how the other person is doing, mm-hmm. your tone will, re- will reflect that. Well, I think it's also like you're now you're 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 building a muscle that's going to help you care more. Great point. Great point. Because like if you ask that question, you and you're practicing this, right? You're gonna want to hear back what they say, and then all of a sudden this isn't that bad, right? Like I can, I can listen to this person and then, and then it just opens up more. Um, it just creates this, this environment where you can, you can grow, I think too. A collaboration. Right. So and what's another technique? I know, we, I know we have limited time, but, but this is good stuff. So let's get one more, one more. Come on. One, one of the ones I like, mm-hmm. it's um, in, um, in, in the, in my group, um, they call me the expert on this one. It's called iMessages. Okay. Not the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's funny because the, as this iMessage technique was a, a lot older than the iPhone, which is interesting. Huh. They should have patented yeah, it. You know, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But the iMessages is almost, is totally different than the other techniques. Okay. Why? Because this is a boundary maker technique. Boundary maker. 
Got it. By that, I mean, is like, let's say, for example, you are in a very difficult conversation and the other person is, keeps calling you names, right? Mm -hmm. We have learned that bad behavior that goes unchecked stays unchecked. Bad behavior that goes unchecked stays Meaning unchecked. Meaning that yeah. if you don't check it, the other person will keep calling you names, calling you mm -hmm. names. Till yeah, sundown. You, you can't stand for that, right? You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta establish boundaries somewhere. Right. And how do you do that when you're labeling? It sounds like you're angry. Of course, I'm angry. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you can do so much labeling and so forth. There's a point in the conversation where you actually have to establish a boundary, mm. right? And that's called an iMessage. So the iMessage is composed of three parts. Okay. Okay. So when you calling the behavior blank, when you say blank. I feel mm -hmm. blank because because when yeah. you say I'm not helping you, I feel frustrated mm -hmm. because we've we working at, we've been working at this together for two years now. Mm. When you say I feel because when you whatever the action is mm -hmm. when you say or when you write or mm -hmm. when you email me whatever the action is now. This is one of the techniques that you can only use one or twice in a conversation no more right. because then it loses its effectiveness. And this is only for a drastic situation where the person just keeps going at you, going at you in, a, in a negative kind of way where mm -hmm. collaboration almost has ceased and stopped. Mm -hmm. So like, give, me, give me an example of, a, of when this could have happened. Or is it like usually in a, it's, in a, it's in either a crisis or in some type of, you know, um, hot hot in you know moment when you're fighting or you know upset is it usually that or is it also in can you use this in in other situations it's usually when high emotions are displayed high emotions got it yeah so um usually when somebody's really angry with you or mm -hmm. angry with the situation sometimes they're angry with the situation and they're just taking it out on you mm. you know happens to a lot of businesses they're unhappy with our product and now you now they call you now they're taking it out on you because you have the, you're the you're the person that represents the company and represents right. that frustration mm -hmm. of them, right? So um, it's usually if, you know, if I keep labeling, for example, I, I keep, using the, keep using the techniques like mirroring labeling and the person just keeps coming at me, coming at me, calling me names, mm -hmm. you know, saying this and that, then at some point you have to say, when you keep yelling at me, mm -hmm. I feel like we're not making any progress because I really want to listen to what you have to say. Right. That's good. And then after that, we use another technique called dynamic silence, which means shut up, mm -hmm. listen to the other person. And it's really hard for us to do that. It is. You know, and one of the things is me as an accommodator, I like to talk a lot. <laughs> right. So that one, that was one of the uh, hardest challenges for me to overcome because I had to like be quiet and listen. Mm -hmm. And just shut up sometimes. And then let the other person say what they had to say and then use another technique and so forth. Mm. You know, for the analyst, for example, it's easy to be quiet because that's who they are. Yep. They like to be quiet. They like to listen to data information and so forth. And for the, so for them, it's not, it's not an issue. Mm. You know, for the accommodators, you know, and I told you this at the beginning that I was going to tell you at the end. Almost at the end, you know, what my assessment of Yeah, what's, what's my, oh, you yeah, know, I know you, you work with CIA, yeah. so you've got to be able to assess me. <laughs> Am I uh, an a, a accommodator, an a analyst, or a assertive? So my assessment for you, John, is 
You are an accommodator. Okay. With do you think hint, I'm on a spectrum or do you think I'm... With a for, hint of an analyst. Okay. I think you also like information. Mm-hmm. You like data that makes you comfortable, what have you. But you like relationships. Yes. You know, you like to cultivate the other side. You like mm-hmm. to be liked. You like... you. I think, I think based on my assessment of you talking... Uh, during this time is that you but you put a high value in relationships mm-hmm. and you like long lasting relationships and you kind of like you have you manage conflict but if you had a, a decision to make you rather not deal with it at all <laughs> am Managed, i correct yeah yeah kind of push it aside and maybe deal with it later <laughs> now you're making me nervous <laughs> so uh how, how would you negotiate with me being, being that I'm a So, because relationships are important to you, mm-hmm. right? I will focus on that. I will focus on the fact that I want you to feel understood. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel that I'm on your side. So if I had a problem, I start telling you about it, you would reinforce, right? Like, you know, like if I just said, well, you know, my appraisal should have been higher and it came in low and I'm really upset because my house is worth more than that. Um, and, you know, and this is messing up my day. Like what would you do? At that point, I would say, it sounds like this is ruining some of your financial plans. Yeah, well, it, it, my values high, should be higher. So I should have, um, you know, my, my home should be worth more. Why did the appraisal come in so low? And at that point, I would say so low. <laughs> so low. Yeah, it's, it should be higher. I did this. I fixed up my, you know, yard. I did my, you know, I remodeled the kitchen and... Uh, you know, but, but, uh, you know, they just didn't see it, you know, and they just, you know, all, all, all upset about it or whatever. Right. You know, it sounds like you feel that we're not providing the value of your home that you deserve. Yeah. So then what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> and then from there, based on the conversation that you had, because it sounds like we had a history already. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, me, myself, I use a summary. Summary. Which means, you know, I will say, okay, John, you know, um, you and I have been talking now for six months. You know, um, it sounds to me that, you know, when we started talking about the house, you know, we offered you $50,000, but now we are offering you thirty five. dollars You stated that, you know, that you don't like that deal. You know, and, and of course, after every statement, I would put a dynamic silence there and let you. You know, like absorb it. Yeah, yeah, let me absorb it. And you probably say, that's right. That's, that's right. right. So my goal is to get you to say at least that's right three times. Okay. You know, to get well, some Why would you want him to say that's right? Because that, that right there, it establishes report, mm-hmm. report well, builds report right. between you and I. And also you're going to feel understood by me. That's why, this, that's why the summary is so important. A summary is basically you're giving back the other person a very detailed um, description of what they speak. You know, you, you how the history is. You know, has gone so far between in mm-hmm. the conversation mm-hmm. so far. You so know. Th- that's I've heard that that's right is a is a great indicator of what is it like rapport, like you said. But like, what are some other ways to get people to say that's right? When we give it back to them, what they give back to like, us, like like echoing or mirroring, paraphrasing, yeah, like yeah, paraphrasing, for example, or labeling. Labeling is like you know we always go back to that, yeah, because labeling is a very powerful technique. You know, it sounds like it seems like it, you know, it feels like. So you're upset about your appraisals being low. That's right. It sounds like you're upset. Sounds like you're upset about your appraisal yeah, yeah. being low. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, we um, 
we try to say it sounds like it seems like because when you say uh you know your pressure is low or whatever you're upset you're upset it doesn't like a judgment it's a judgment it's yeah. a judgment wow, wow. you know that's so that's why it's, it sounds like because why because you're putting like a, it might be a maybe maybe mm -hmm. I, maybe i'm getting it wrong maybe i'm getting mm -hmm. it right but you're gonna correct or maybe me maybe they only want to be the one that says it not not from you right not from you it sounds like your sister upset you or your sister's being a you know what? <laughs> but they don't want to hear from you. They yeah, want to yeah. hear, they, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, you know, uh, labels can be, you have to be careful because one of the stories that Chris, you know, mentions and I like, uh, you know, like a lot during our seminars is that, you know, somebody can tell you, you know, I don't have the, I don't have all the information. Mm -hmm. And then you come back with a label. It sounds like you're an idiot. <laughs> So it sounds like you don't have all the information. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, you know, it sounds right. like you, you know, you're having a hard time understanding what I'm saying. Mm. So you gotta, you know, you gotta be careful because, you know, you can use backfire, a, yeah. a label as as a, as an accusation, right, you know, right. and and if it feels good when you're saying, it's usually the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. If you can savor the words that you're saying to the other person, it's usually you're usually saying the wrong thing. Mm. So better to just shut up. Yeah, sometimes. and then what happens? We go back again to the discussion, and you're creating a dead end situation, right? Where collaboration ends. Yeah, because they might think you're you you sound like you're being a smart ass, right? And that you know more than them. Mm -hmm. You're condescending and so right. forth. So this this stuff you got to practice. You got to practice. And yeah, yeah, and, and and on like you said, low value or uh, low uh, low stakes, low stakes practice, low stakes practice, low, value, practice. <laughs> low, <laughs> low stakes, like the gas station and the the, the check the cashier. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Low stakes practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if it yeah. if it if it fails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like uh, you know, and uh, and uh, one of my colleagues told you earlier about hotel experiences that they yeah. have and yeah, so I'm forth. jealous. I'm, I'm going to practice on that. You know, yeah. and, um, and I think Brandon is the, uh, you know, the king. Mm -hmm. He has the formula down regarding hotels. And so then, you know, I, I actually listened to his, what his formula is. Mm -hmm. And now every time I go to a hotel, I try to apply the same <laughs> formula because he works every single time. And so far it's worked twice already since i started using it you guys this is awesome <laughs> since i started using it, I, I i listened to his formula yeah what have you and, I, and you know and and i got a great room at the hotel this time around you that's know? amazing <laughs> i'm gonna put his podcast on repeat and let's drive that into my brain because you know i think i think it's not doesn't come natural to most people to do that you know not at all they're gonna be like can i get an upgrade and <laughs> doesn't work yeah no. people are like okay, sorry yeah. no uh, no sorry why no. would i we're give you an full. upgrade we're full right yeah. we're full <laughs> yeah i've heard that i've asked for upgrades and i've heard that gosh that's good stuff well where um where can we find more of what you're doing you know if we want to learn more uh black swan of course um do you have your own social media or do you have facebook or do you have like a business page that we can you know our listeners can come yeah, find that's you? a good question so we have our black swan page which is www.blackswan.com ltd.com okay and that there you can find information about uh, individual development mm -hmm. corporate training and so forth and if anybody has a question about you know individual classes development coaching and so forth they can email me at isaac isaac mm -hmm. at blackswanltd.com that's great awesome well you're gonna get some emails i'm sure from, <laughs> I hope this, so. this has been great i hope so because yeah. i love talking to people so i hope i hope that i get some emails yes because this is good stuff is there anything that you want to leave us with like any last minute uh 
advice, something that maybe a story about the CIA that you want to share? <laughs> something, anything? Well, yeah, I want to, if you don't mind, I'd like to finish the story. Sure, please. So um, talking about people in crisis and so forth. So when I was a hostage negotiator, I, um, you know, uh, maybe Chris talk about proof of life and mm -hmm. so forth, right? So I, um, there was a guy uh, that wanted to jump off a bridge. Wow. You know, he was feeling pretty bad about his life and so forth. And this was happening at 3 o'clock in the morning, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. So uh, officers were talking to him. They were getting nowhere. Mm -hmm. you know, and then they called me up at the scene. Once I got there, they're like, Isaac, we've been talking to him. We're getting anywhere. We don't know what else to do. Can see what you can do. Mm -hmm. So I started talking to him, listening to what he had to say. He said he had been in the system, in the uh, mental ill, you know, he was mentally ill. He mm -hmm. has been through the system many times. He felt nobody was listening to him. Nobody cared mm -hmm. and so forth. So I started using some of the techniques, you know, mirroring, paraphrasing, labeling, all the techniques, right? I felt I was getting nowhere at the same time. I felt, but you know what? He's not jumping off the bridge. That means he still wants to live, right? right. Right, right, because the yeah. behavior is telling me that, right? right, right, right. So at that point, I'm like, I said to him, What's your favorite song? Mm. He took a step back, he says, What? I said, What's your favorite song? Mm -hmm. He said, At the time, he said, uh, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, yeah, Mrs. Jones, remember, said, Chris, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I said, Uh, can you sing it for me? Mm -hmm. So he started singing Mrs. Jones, right. <laughs> And I was like, um, do you really like that song? It's like, Counting I'm Counting Crows. Sorry. There you go. I love that song. And I said, well, you realize that if you jump today, you're not going to be able to listen to that song tomorrow, nor the next day. And there's going to be another song that you may like in the future. Wow. That's powerful. That you may like. And then he got quiet. And he said, you know, Isaac, you get me. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to jump anymore wow. off the bridge. How, what made you ask him that question? I have to think hard about what will motivate him, you know. And, you know, like Chris says about proof of life, right? The behavior, you know, are, you know. What's the they, motivation? What's, what's the value? What's the um, benefit to the borrower or our clients, right? Like what, if you find that, then you can win. You know, if, if, you know, if the behavior, if they say that we don't want to do business with you, but they're still talking with you and so forth, you know, what is the ultimate goal? I'll have you mm -hmm. there. You know, when I was talking to him and he says, you know, he, he was on that fence, on that bridge, on the other side of that bridge, you know, to jump off that bridge. But mm -hmm. he had been talking to me now for maybe an hour and a half or so. And he had right. to jump to me. That meant I want to be understood. Mm. I want to be listened to. I want somebody to hear what I have to say. Mm -hmm. Of course, the people before you did not care enough. They were just trying to get to the end goal, like get off the bridge. How can I get you to stop? Yeah, yeah. and move on to the next thing. Right. You know, and what? that's empathy. That's just empathy and caring. Yeah. And you put that out in a very specific way. Yeah. So the message I want to bring mm -hmm. to your uh, audience is that when you're talking to somebody, think about the long-term goal. Mm -hmm. Think about, you know, think about the behavior, you know, if that person, if the behavior is showing you something that is different than the words and you're mm -hmm. using the techniques and so forth, go ahead and use that. You mm -hmm. know, if the person says, you know, something about the house 
or something like that, but you feel in your gut instinct that there's something deeper than that, mm-hmm. please go ahead and, 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 and use it. You know, it sounds like you really care about this house. It sounds like, it feels like, mm. it seems like, mm. you know, because it's okay if you get it wrong because they're going to correct you anyway. Right. You know, but it sounds like, it seems like, it feels like. There you go. Yeah. And then... uh be, get personal, right? Get personal. Get personal. Like, it's that tone. Have you been to any concerts lately? That, you no, know, you just ask, right? That inflection, right? Yeah. An inflection, the curiosity, right, that we talked about mm-hmm. and so forth. There's a, um, it's a new game that just came out. It's like a, in a little box and it's all these questions. Like, what was your favorite concert? What was your favorite memory as a child? You know, and these, all these questions, right? And it's like for, for like a group of people to sit down at a table and you just, you read the question and everyone goes around and says, you know, it's it. I think it, somehow we've lost that ability to connect with people. And so we need a game to now open that back up. Right. When back before all the technology, which is great, but before all the things that have happened, you'd sit around a fire and you would just, we lost that. It's like a yeah. lost art. Yeah. Because in that game, the card is making out about you. Right. Right. When they ask a question, they're asking you that question. We are the cards. Yes. We are asking you the question. So you collaborate. So you feel, hmm. you know, so we can build a report. Right. You know, so we can have that collaboration. So we can have that positive energy that, you know, the dynamic that we need to plant that seed and continue to have that everlasting relationship. Right. That's with, really good. With, with the other person. That's amazing. Isaac, this has been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank, Thank you for you. coming all the way from, where are you from? I'm uh, Virginia. Okay. This is the opposite side of the country. So thank you for coming out here. And um, we look forward to uh, hearing more from you. Thank you for having the future. me, John. Thank yeah. you. Please like, share, and subscribe. And if you like our podcast, please comment. Tell us what you think. And we will see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you guys are looking for more content like this, we have a Fun Loans YouTube channel where we give away more tips, secrets, and origination ideas. You can also email us at info at funloans.com. And if you've made it this far, I think it's safe to say you like our content. So please subscribe, share, and send us your scenarios. Let's fund loans together.